So I was looking back at our, our previous episode, Heidi, mm-hmm. and it was over two years ago now. Oh, that's crazy to think. We've both right. evolved so much. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of evolving, let's let's talk about that. Like what's changed since it was uh, September of 2021 was the last time. September 2021. I feel like uh, that was such a lifetime ago. Um, what's changed? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, kids are older now. They're in school and kind of have a little bit more of that freedom from eight to three. <laughs> That's um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, to kind of, you know, follow my passion and things that I want to do. So that's been fun. Um, over those last years, my career certainly has evolved and is ever changing and growing and expanding and just really enjoying that ride. Um, I think last time we let, we met, we spoke, I was with um, iStroll and I was bringing Mommy Me classes to local parks um, and such an inspiring community. Um over the last two years, that has slowly evolved. As I've aged, my kids have aged. Um, I have gone back to teaching more of that group fitness aspect that is for everyone. Um, so mm-hmm. not just pre or postpartum, but you know the the person who's looking for a quick twenty minute workout. Um, who travels a lot for work or the mom who is trying to balance it all has, you know, their career, their kids, uh, a home, all the things to take care of. Um, so with that being said, I'm back on or online now, um, on embody, which is a fitness platform, um, more of like a holistic fitness approach. So low impact, uh, nothing too draining, nothing too high energy. Um, you know, our goal with, embody is to make fitness feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super passionate about that, you know, especially as I grow older, I'm in my late thirties now. So mm-hmm. my approach to fitness is always changing. I started teaching, you know, 15 years ago, and that has certainly evolved as I've gotten older and, you know, just some things that aren't agreeing with my body anymore. Um, so being able to have a platform that I can, um, you know, bring that knowledge and experience and just that like that realness too uh, has been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I think that's, you mentioned like evolving and I think that's important for people to kind of understand like with fitness or just with life, Mm -hmm. like we're always evolving and changing Mm -hmm. too, right? So um, like being okay and accepting that like your, your fitness, you're not gonna be able to do the same things you were doing 10, 15 years ago. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> um, so for those that, that haven't listened to our, the, our your first episode that we recorded, I guess, like, talk about your, like, why are you so passionate about fitness? I mean, it's been a lifelong passion of mine. I was a competitive gymnast, um, suffered quite a few inter- injuries from that. So I basically had to rehab myself after, you know, things just weren't working. The uh, traditional methods of, like, of recovering from injuries weren't working for me. Um, I got very passionate about yoga because it felt good to my body. Um, and then just as I grew older and, um, just with my fitness background, it just, it was important to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think fitness, uh, fitness is a beautiful thing when people use it for a form of healthcare. I mean, there's certainly people that take it to, you know, extremes. Um, (laughs) my husband's a marathon runner. It's a little extreme. (laughs) (laughs) But he loves it. Um, but I, I think um, I think we're getting to a place where f- 
fitness is becoming a form of healthcare. And I think people are starting to realize that. Um, so as I've evolved over those 15 years of, cha- of teaching and I've evolved in, um, and just growing older and having kids and, um, and wanting to teach them and, and, you know, give them the tools they need to make choices to take care of their body. And like, you got one, you got one body, you got to yeah. take care of it for a long time. Um, so that's where my passion really stems from is just, um, using it as a form of therapy, as a form of medicine, as you know, all the things to just make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where my passion is. Yeah. I love that. Why do you think fitness or yeah. Why do you think fitness is so difficult for a lot of people, a lot of Americans? Um, I honestly think it's, it's lack of discipline to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're in a culture where everything is just handed to you and everything is and and the idea of having to not to be harsh but kind of like get up and do something for yourself yeah. <laughs> is hard for people right, it's, right. It's, it's easier to you know netflix and chill these days than mm-hmm. to and and then to take a walk you know i think we've uh, honestly i think we've become so disconnected and as much as i love being online and being with a platform where i have a bigger reach um, I think just our technology and our social and all of that has consumed us so much that I think it's it's hard for people to separate and get away from that um, these days. So yeah, and there's there's so much with your fitness course being online, like like there's so much uh, information out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. for people. Right? It's it's never it's probably never been easier for people to be physically active. There is, and I think that was a beautiful thing that came out of um, 2020. Um, I think a lot of these, a lot of things did go online. Um, So there really is no reason, even if you do work from home and you only have these, you know, short windows where you can get activity in. It's Mm -hmm. there's so much out there and it's and you can pick and choose and and do what feels good to you. It doesn't have to be, you know, just just one thing, just black and white. Like it can be several different things, um, which is, which is cool. You know, we've never had that before. It's been, you know, you have a membership to a gym or a membership to a studio and that was the one workout you did, but now there's just so much you can do, which is great. Yeah. I, I speaking of Netflix, I watched, um, I watched part of it. I don't think I finished it, but uh, there's a Netflix on, I think it's called blue zones, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Where like the healthiest people, the people that have lived the longest, like where they live and whatever. And like the big takeaway from that was, like it wasn't necessarily like they were doing any um, extra physical fitness activities or anything. It was just their, their lifestyle was d- physically demanding, right. right? Right. Like up and down, moving, core strength, like developing all that. Right. Right. So it doesn't. So the kind of like what you do, where it's like low impact. Like it doesn't have to be at the gym lifting heavy weights or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, um, I think. Our knowledge has evolved as trainers. Um, yeah. Science has evolved. Um, yeah. I think we're starting to realize that different different things work for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, strength training is amazing at any age, too. And I think that's something that needs to be done at every right, age, right, no right. matter, like, how much you're lifting. I think it's such a great thing. But as far as, like, high-impact workouts, you know, some people that doesn't work for, some people that doesn't feel good to, but some people – love it and Mm -hmm. that's their therapy and that's a great thing Mm -hmm. so again i think it's just kind of like working through what feels good to you but what's the phrase it's um there's freedom and discipline there's freedom and routine there's freedom and and i think if you just find your flow um 
it can just it, it can help your lifestyle so much. It just it trickles down into everything, you know, because yeah, yeah. then you sleep better. You are yeah. more aware of like what time you're going to bed. You're more aware of, you know, what you're eating and and going out and doing these things. It just it trickles down and it really, really helps you evolve as a person, I feel like. What do you um, what are what is some advice you have for someone who's like, you know, we have the New Year's resolution coming up, right? People are going to set their goals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um what are some advice for for someone who's like looking to get started? Maybe they haven't been physically active um, or they don't have that discipline, whether it's in the morning or in the evening. What are some tips that you have My for them? The biggest thing in the whole entire world, if you do not work out at all, just take a walk. Yeah. Go outside and take a walk. It doesn't have to be far. You can start with a quarter mile and then work yeah. your way to a half mile. And then, you know, a full mile and then you're walking the four miles on the causeway, which we all love that walk. <laughs> right. Um, but it, I, I think I think that is the place to start. Just take a walk. I, I, it just there's so much research done behind just walking yeah. and how good it is for your body and your mind and your spirit. Um, I would just love to see more people just go for walking. Walk. <laughs> so speaking of that, like when I when I find myself like not wanting to get up in the mornings or I get out of that that routine of like running first thing in the morning mm-hmm, or exercising mm-hmm. in the morning. I, I did that recently this year where I was like, I just need to get up and I go for a walk. And I, and I just tried to remain disciplined to do that for, I think it was like a week or two, mm-hmm. right? Just to build that habit of like doing something simple first thing in the morning. And I would just go walk for like a mile or two. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah. and I know some people love to do, um, you know, just quiet walks. But again, there's, there's, meditations you can do walking meditations you can do there's podcasts you can listen right. to there's stuff that that can still keep you engaged yeah um i know people that that will take like conference calls on a walk um i mean there's just oh, yeah. you know yeah. just to keep your body moving but i i really think that's the first thing that people will come up well i can't do this because i you know xyz and i'm like just take a walk start yeah. with walking like let's just start with with a block and we'll go from there yeah <laughs> get yeah. a dog keep it simple <laughs> What are um, what are three positive impacts for you for uh, a fitness? Like, how does it affect you? Um, I mean, so I I I think the biggest thing is it's it's a huge stress reliever. Both my husband and I, um, we really we do put it pretty close to the top of the list, um, just because it, it it does it does reduce so much stress in your body. Um, I think the sleep is is another priority of mine. And then um, just being able to be active with my kids. Um, they're mm-hmm. nine and seven now. And, you know, they they truck along for four mile bike rides like they're they're cool. super active kids. And and that's my goal is just to it, at the end of the day, it's not aesthetics. It's not how I look. It's all about how I feel. Um, and I just and I want to keep my energy up with them and be able to to build have them build that relationship too with being active Mm -hmm. um i think you know our generation was brought up a lot with like competitive sports and you know you're you're kind of grinding at that i think we're starting to evolve a little bit away from that like i know with my girls they do like highland dancing and they do horseback riding and it's not necessarily these you're in the gym or you're on the baseball field or your basketball field you know just um there's i think the cool thing is about us is that our kids are um, are open to more when it comes mm-hmm. to being like physically active. And I think that's a really cool thing to see. And mm-hmm. and that's, that's my biggest, biggest reason for being active. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a, a big part of it too. Yeah. Uh, anybody with kids, like, you know, how physically demanding they are. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not feeling well, 
it just puts you in a bad mood. Right, right. And, and I think just getting older too, um, um, I, like the there is a bracket where I don't – trying to trying to put it into words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were taught that it's got to be heavy. It's got to be hard. It's mm-hmm. got to – and, and um, I think a lot of them are dealing with – with like the hormonal issues that are backlashing from that and um and just the physical injuries and you know they're getting knees done and shoulders done and, yeah. and all of that and um if I can avoid all of that, I think then what I'm doing now will pay off then for yeah. sure. How much of something I've been trying to focus on more is stretching mm-hmm. um <laughs> or doing yoga or whatever it is. Uh how important is that? So important. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and especially for runners, I, yeah. I think that's, um, I think runners are, we need to, we need to push them a little bit harder on the stretching, yeah. um, on the myofascial release, foam rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have so much of that lactic acid buildup, legs up the wall, super important, mm. um, to get that flush. Um, but again, it's just all about longevity. You want those, you want everything to stay open and lengthen and, we hold so much emotional storage in different parts of our body and being able to release that through stretching um, just helps us as people mm-hmm. and helps us helps us keep going. <laughs> yeah. So so going back into your your business a little bit and then like that transition period, how did you know like when it was time to transition or like what was that? And then like what was that like for you like mentally? Was it yeah. difficult or you knew like this is what I wanted to do? Um, you know, I, I think we all have these moments in our life where we uh, kind of have to take inventory. Like things, things don't feel right; they feel off. And and unfortunately, we lost one of our young dogs, and that was that was a really hard thing for me. And I think it helped me kind of put everything back in focus. Mm. Um, so it helped me kind of pivot a little bit and work up the courage to be like, okay, I I know, like I was feeling the burnout. And I think it took an event like that to to be like, uh, things have to be reprioritized. Things have to be um, put back in in line and things have to work for me and my family. Um, so I knew at that point that things had to just kind of run their course. Yeah. Um, and I, I try not to be afraid of pivoting, but, you know, there's always that like, I don't know. Um, so that that was my like aha moment. Um, and, and I had spoken with Danielle who, who started the body platform, um, back in April. And it, so it was just kind of like a slow trickle it was always in the back of my head. Um, and then, uh, in August is when we kind of decided to make the move and it took a while to process everything and get it, the ball rolling. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, my biggest thing is, and I know for a lot of women out there is, um, you know, you the, you're the modern woman. So you kind of have to balance it all now. Yeah. Um, and so my, my biggest thing is I want to be able to follow my passion and, and follow and make a career for myself and, um, and be able to be with, within this community and, and be able to work out and be able to teach, you know, others and all that. But at 3 PM when my kids are out of school, I want to be done. You know, I want to be yeah. home. I want to be present. I want to, you know, be with them. So I, like we were saying, I have these hours from eight to three 
And I think a lot of women are like that these days where they're working. They're also the homemaker. They're also the caretaker. And they have 20 minutes. They have 20 minutes they can move their body. They have 20 minutes they can make you feel good. Um, so that that was the part that um, that felt right to me. Like, yeah. I, you know, taking an hour to work out these days just seems to be impossible almost. Right. Unfortunately. Right. Um, but, it, you know, being able to work out for 20 minutes and then take a nice walk with the family, that that seems more tangible. And that seems like it, it just it works out for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a big point, too. I, you know, I um, whatever your time slot is, like, just be be OK with that. That's something mm-hmm, I've, exactly. I've struggled with before, too. It's like, no, I have to work out or I have to do like a 30 minute workout or an hour mm-hmm, workout mm-hmm. or I have to run this distance. Right. But maybe that day doesn't allow for that. Exactly. Right. And just just being OK with that. Yeah. Which is hard. It sometimes. is. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's I think it's that, you know, we've had that mentality for so long um, that it, it seems impossible that like. 20 minutes is all you need. You yeah, know? <laughs> right. Right. But sometimes it is. <laughs> yeah. But if you do that seven days a week or five days a week, right? Right. right. Like it adds that. up. It's yeah. more than than, you know, hey, I can't fit it in for three days in a row, you know? And 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 that just again trickles down on a lot of things. It it takes its mental toll after a while. Yeah. Which I think goes back to like why it's so important. Like if you can't do anything, just go for a walk, mm-hmm. right? Just just start somewhere, mm-hmm. get your body moving, exactly. and then that'll transition into the next phase after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um what is your ideal like fitness day or ideal day look like for you when you're when you're taking care of yourself, your body and your mind and all that stuff? Okay. Like what are some so, habits for you? Um, I mean, so today, every day is not ideal. Today I did wake up early and I did a 40 minutes like Pilates strength um, workout. I journaled. Um, that's when I have like my bone broth and my coffee. And then I always get myself up early before my kids. So I, I have that time to myself. Um get them ready, get them off to school. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my ideal day would be being able to teach, being able to take the time to do my own workout, which would be online. Um, Sometimes it is fun popping into studios, um, especially uh, I like it just because I've been in the industry and been in the area for so long. So I always see familiar faces and that's all that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be my morning. I'd love to come home, nourish myself reset my house before my kids come home and then and yeah. then unplug and disconnect and not have to think about, you know, did I get this in today? Did I, did I, you know, do enough today? What were my calories? What, mm-hmm. what did I put in my body? You know, I just don't want to stress about that stuff anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's, that's a good point. Like I've, I've tried to do that too, where it's, you know, um, and I've had a conversation with other business owners on it on before too, where it's like, you got to, when you get home, you got to be home, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be mm-hmm. present at that time. And so like putting the phone away and, yes. and, but just being okay with like, okay, I did everything I could today. And then like, now the day's over. Now Absolutely. I'm spending time with my family. Absolutely. I try to turn, I turn my airplane, up, uh, phone on airplane mode for like the first hour the girls are home. Cause we're doing homework and, okay. and all of that. And then at 7 PM, my phone officially goes away for the night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's nice. That's a nice disconnect and, and a reset and just be able to kind of yeah. zen out. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So I want to talk about um, New Year's resolutions. We're coming up on the new year. Yeah, I, I got some stats, and um, and I want to get your thoughts on them. Yeah, yeah. So ninety five percent of the New Year's resolutions that are set are fitness related, mm-hmm. which is pretty. I guess that makes sense, right? Um, of those ninety five percent, ten percent, only ten percent of them think it will last. Mm-hmm. 
and then 9% actually complete them. So I guess I think that was like 9% of of the the total number of people that set a new year's resolution, right? So it basically I look at this and it's like, okay, if you think you're going to accomplish this or you think it'll last, mm-hmm. like your chances are pretty good. Yeah. 90%. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the whole mindset conversation. You go yeah. into it with a good mindset and a positive mindset. Um I I think then you're then you're set. You're going to you're going to not push yourself, but you're going to make that promise to yourself. And I mm-hmm. think that's an important thing. Um, I think people, I always, I try to put practices that I would like to do for the new year. I start them like December 1st. So they're already kind of a routine when the new year comes. I do. I, I don't personally set resolutions for myself, but I do love refreshes and, you know, whether it's my routine, my workout, um, what I'm doing, if I notice if I notice foods over, you know, the holiday season that aren't working for me and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take those out for a month, you know, just kind of recalibrate, I guess, mm-hmm. um, for the new year's. But I think those stats just go all about, or go back to all about being all about mindset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a typical cadence where you're like every couple months, every quarter, you're like revisiting your fitness goals or fitness or uh, health and wellness? I do. I feel like right now I'm in a pretty good flow. Uh, this week, especially it hasn't been, um, I've been doing 20 to 40 minutes and it's, it's, it's getting up pretty early just because it's been one of those weeks where it's, um, where it's chaotic. (laughs) We're coming up on the holidays and, you know, we have all the things. Um, but I, I tried to, so like, you know, over the summer I was probably doing a lot more weightlifting. Um, and then I came back from a pretty long camping trip and where I wasn't weightlifting and I noticed that like a lot of inflammation had gone down in my body and things like that. So that's when I, you know, started bringing in more of the low impact, um, options and Mm -hmm. training more low impact more. Um, I'm never going to say that I won't go, you know, and into a CrossFit class and Mm -hmm. go enjoy that. Or, you know, I won't ever say, I won't ever close the door on any kind of fitness option. Um, but it's nice to have a lot of those options and to mm-hmm. be able to change when your body changes because it's constantly evolving. You're constantly evolving. Um, and your your hormones are constantly shifting. And, and it's just, it's nature of the beast with yeah. with figuring out what works best for you. What are you, um, when you're thinking about changing, like what are signs that you're looking for? Is it like you're just not like um, motivated to do that exercise or that type of fitness anymore? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with yeah. that one. Um, I think when you're just burned out from it, mm. it's just time. I think, and your body shows you signs too. You mm-hmm. know, you do, you are inflamed, joints are hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just not, you just don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just simple as that. Like my body is done. My body yeah. burned out, you know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So any, any last minute tips for anybody that's, that's looking to, um, maybe start off their year or start off like this December with, with fitness and, and trying to get that back into their life. Um, keep your goals tangible, make them work for you. Like don't set these lofty goals that, you know, you're going to set yourself up not to accomplish. Um, again, just start small, start with that walk. Um, start with, you know, meeting a friend for a yoga class, you know, start with, 
um, don't sign any big commitments. Don't sign, you know, if you don't, if you don't think it's going to work or if you know that your schedule is tight or, you know, just don't sign up for any big commitments just yet. Um, keep it small, keep it simple. Uh, just, I, I think the best thing is to have your own home gym and not anything crazy, but like a pair of weights and a mat and a resistance band like that can, that can take you a long way. Um, and, and just have a little space for it, you know, keep, keep a yoga mat rolled up in the living room. So like when you are watching TV and you Mm -hmm. do want to take that stretch, like, like do, you know, just, just make fitness work for you, make movement work for you. Um, don't just don't shut the door on it. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't have time. So, you know, again, just keep it, keep it, keep it in sync with your life. And I think that's, that's the path to least resistance. You won't, you won't run into any roadblocks if you're just, if you're working it in, you know? And I think, I think people set out for the new years for these huge lofty goals and then, you know, life gets in the way and then they, then they quit and they are back to square one. And, yeah. you know, I, I, unfortunately I think that's become a, a big thing in our society. You know, we have record obesity, uh, uh, you know, uh, numbers and, and diabetes. And, you know, yeah. I think because, because as Americans, we set the bar so high for ourselves and then we have 20 other things on our plate and we're exhausted. And yeah. I think, you know, if we just start small, then it will go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I, I read a book recently it kind of reminded me of like you not setting goal or your or new year's resolution and then like this stat about the new year's resolution but it's called the 12 week 12 week year oh, yeah. and the idea is like the 12 like setting a goal for 12 months or giving your, your yourself 12 months to accomplish that goal is too long it doesn't create that sense right. of urgency right. because you can fall off track and then get back on track and still accomplish that goal so setting your goals in 12 weeks, you know, or court every quarter yeah, and like it creates that, keeps that urgency there. Right. Maybe it keeps it simple. Right. So it's an easier goal to mm-hmm. accomplish than looking at 12 months. Right. Right. So then mind mindset wise, like, oh, okay, I, I can do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. I think just break it down into small steps. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't overcommit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, yeah. to overcommit to these lofty goals and 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 that's for every area of our life, not just not 100%. just health and wellness and fitness. You know, that's that's everything. I think just keep it small, a little bit at a time. I think mindset has everything to do with it too. Yeah. Um. I think that's just so important. Uh, just to go in into anything with the right mindset and mm-hmm. and that elevated way of thinking for sure. Yeah, love that. So, where can people get your fitness courses and get more info on that? Um. So, uh, you can go to Join Embody. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, Heidi K temp. Um, I'll list everything there. Uh, we have a new holiday series coming out. Um, and we have big things coming in the new year. So I'm super excited. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thank you.